0: the Hell happened to wrestling. Outlaws,
1: Welcome, welcome. Adam, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? Fantastic. I'm great. Thanks. Hi. it's good to be watching some wrestling that um, that I'm enjoying watching. Nice. Uh, this is episode seventy two, uh, and we're talking about TNA Bound for Glory two thousand and six again. How was your experience with it?
2: Yeah, enjoyed it. Um, you know, I think we'll touch on as we go some of the reasons why. Uh, it's a bit of a breath of fresh air, I think, TNA after some of the things we've done um, and probably didn't quite enjoy it as much as the last show but there's some really good things in it
1: That's interesting, it's it's kind of like that thing of, certainly the, um, the, the very first show that we did, being a complete novelty and being completely different to all the shows that we've been doing mm-hmm. with WCW um, I found this again Found this really interesting. I found it fun to watch. It feels refreshing. I think, like you just said. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we shall talk. We shall talk. But let's talk about our movie first of all. Our our, our um, horror movie from two thousand and six, which was the Korean monster film, The Host. Uh, well, I'll give a wee synopsis of the host. Yeah, go for it. I'm really keen. To, I don't think we've talked about it at all, really, apart apart from some um, very uh, brief messages that I sent you <clears throat> probably a couple of weeks ago now. So I'm keen to find out what you thought of it. Is this, you've never seen it before? No, never seen nah. it before. Um, okay, a monster emerges from the Han River in Seoul and begins attacking people. One victim's loving family does what it can to rescue her from its Clothes is the word that I've got there, but I think it's clutches. Rescue from its clutches. It's it, it's very much a classic monster film. Um, uh-huh. CG, I don't know what you thought. The CG's a bit on the iffy side, but probably only because it's almost 20 years old. Yeah. That's right, 2006 is nearly 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? I,
0: I thought it was okay it it didn't i'm not
2: I'm often not a big fan of like monster movies, like the
1: do you like it I, when you don't get to see the monster <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretty much an inside joke I, <laughs> I kinda like i i feel like I do get taken out of it when I see the thing and i I find the thing often looks a bit silly mm-hmm. um and you know, there there's there's the aspect of I think like the way it moved and the speed was a little bit like, oh, you know, um it's jumping in and out of water and it's able to just chase things down, grab them, drag them, you know, that that element. Yeah, that's fine, but I think like I, I'm I tend to more prefer, you know, the psychological element. And there was some of that. But um when I see the physical thing and it's running about, I'm just a bit like, ah, it's fine. It's it's never going to put any fear into me because I'm like, well, that's not coming out of my local pond, mm. that thing. Um, I thought it was okay.
1: I think I'm with you. At, I, at first, I thought it was quite refreshing because a lot of time um, with these sort of monster films, you just... You see it in the dark, you see little bits mm. and pieces of it, and it's not right up until the end, until maybe you get a big reveal of exactly what it was. But they, they sort of um, <clears throat> wears its heart on its sleeve a little bit, this film, and, and it just shows you the monster straight. straight. You know, Within 10 minutes of the film, mm. I think, we, we've got yeah. the monster. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff going on under the surface of this film that I maybe... Thought about not while I was watching it, but maybe just you know like uh, a few days after, it sort of clung to me a little bit. This film, um, and just you know like this this uh, monster is it, it came as a result of the American just saying to dump all the chemicals down mm-hmm. the the sink uh, at the very first scene before we got the titles and all that, um, and it it just being a sort of a uh, product of the way that the humans behave and all that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. like I, I can see all all that. I, I just felt the family were just it was all just a bit kooky.
2: Yeah, the 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 dad was a bit over the top um basically in everything that he did. Now you get an over the top or you can understand obviously with what's going on with the monster and in particular with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, being taken and grabbed, like there were moments I liked. Like he is trying to take her away from the danger, uh, and I really liked the moment where they fall and he grabs the hand and starts running again, and then realizes so, that's not his daughter, that's another girl, girl that, mm-hmm. that he had. And then he can see his daughter behind him and the monster approaching, and there's nothing he can do. Um, uh, like those moments I liked. Um And, yeah, I I maybe found it less frustrating than, you know, when the sort of films you talked about before where, you know, it's either an unknown or you know there's a monster but you don't see it. And because monster films aren't often my favourite, when there's something weird happening and then I live through an hour and a half only to find that it's some sort of ridiculous monster, that's worse. Yeah,
0: it
1: is. You just laugh and you go, all right, okay. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's why I kind of respected this film because they get they almost get it out of the way like yeah like yeah. It's, it looks a bit shit all right but mm-hmm. you'll come to <laughs> it's a bit like um this, it reminded me a little bit of District Twelve in that uh-huh. respect you know you, you yeah. see the things right up the front and mm-hmm. you can kind of just say all right okay I'll get on board that sort of thing yeah 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 it was alright it was alright okay. there was a lot going on like I say it's a sort of um, Underdog story with the dad, and he's kind of bit of mm-hmm. a fuck up, and he, uh, they're trying yeah. to give him a, a bit of a, a character arc. There, there's a, obviously the monster. There's the stuff with the government um, mm-hmm. trying to cover things up, and and uh, yeah. it, it almost seemed as if there was no. Um, they, they were kind of trying to introduce like a pandemic aspect to it, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. And there was a bit of a government conspiracy that there was no actual um, disease being spread. Mm -hmm. There was a lot going on and probably too much going on I think.
2: Yeah I think so and especially when you you know we've not that long gone through uh, a pandemic Uh, and you're, you're seeing these elements. I found that quite interesting but then I want, I think I wanted there to either be don't do this or mention it, or there is an element and there's something going on. But is it, it for it to just be there, I think as a cover up
1: idea was a bit like. Okay. Yeah, you don't really need the monster if you're doing that film. Yeah, that film's yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, this um, this was directed by the same director as Parasite. I've never seen it though, yet. Have you seen it?
2: I've never actually seen it. It's one of those I'd always planned to watch. And, uh, you know, it won an Oscar, didn't it? Yeah. And there was yeah. a, lot of, a lot of talk about how good a film it was, but I've never actually seen it.
1: Okay. Well, pro, should we, I think we would say the host is not Outlaw recommended. It was fine, but it was all right. That, that, that's, that's about it. Whilst yeah. we're talking films, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Have you seen Saltburn? I have not. Okay. Maybe down the down the line, we'll talk about Saltburn. Okay. It's after.
2: it's on my list, but I don't know. I I never feel quite ready to
1: watch it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but I'll okay. let you know when I have.
1: Okay. We'll talk about it down the line. There's a rant. <laughs> There's a rant in there. Okay. We can maybe do a full podcast <laughs> with just Saltburn stuff. Okay. Let's move on to Total non-stop action uh, I think I said the last time we'll probably be in the impact zone for quite some time and here we are at a year on and we're out of it, we're in yeah. Michigan um, on the 22nd of October uh, and I really liked I think whoever worked on the video packages for TNA must have worked for WWF
0: yeah, yeah.
1: They they're amazing yeah they're really good yeah I love this opening one. You've got a bit of a a comparison between the TNA roster and the city of Detroit Mm -hmm. um, over the course of like 100 years. Uh, I love how it highlighted so many people that were on this Mm pay-per-view. And this is what they they talk about. uh, Christian Cage and Rhino, two men who came to TNA because they wanted to elevate themselves above mediocrity. Oh, yeah. Giving me chills. It 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 it
2: hit the uh, it hit the emotional aspects really nicely. Like I was thinking, if you're unsure going into this, and you see that you're you're bound to be really up for it. Mm. You know it. it yeah, it did
1: did a really good job. I don't know if they did this because I'm a bit of a TNA virgin, but I, I don't really know if they did this for all the pay-per-views or if this was special because this was their tentpole yeah, event. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But. Mm. Um, so Mortal Kombat Armageddon presents Bound for Glory 2006. We're back with Mike Tenay and Don West in the booth, and we get lots and lots and lots of fireworks that puts, <laughs> like, um, Attitude Era Raw <laughs> to shame. Yeah. It only, this is so weird, right? I was lying in bed one night, I couldn't get to sleep, and I was thinking, Mike Taney. Mike Taney's name is TNA. And I was lying, thinking about that for quite some time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Like he loves the company that much, it's his name. Uh, I know that's weird, but that's just the way the brain works. Yeah, no judgment. Uh, A little bit of trivia. The theme song for this pay-per-view was done by Fozzie. The song is Enemy, um, which, of course, the lead singer is Chris Jericho. Um, So, opening contest scheduled for lots of falls is the Mm -hmm. Kevin Nash Open Invitational X Division Gauntlet Battle Royal yeah big Kev comes out in his um big uh, baggy suit with his bowling trophy and then it gets to the commentators and they're like oh it is an actual bowling trophy it's got a bowler on the top of it he, he's he's just getting paid to show up and have fun yeah ah, he's just, I mean, yeah, 100% yeah. he's like just pissing about at work <laughs> on the telly <laughs> And Nash came out to Kashmir by Led Zeppelin as well. Yeah, which was, uh, yeah, that that wouldn't have been cheap. Nah, unbelievable. Um, this seemed to be like this. This whole pay per view is like gimmick city. Every mm. I think every match has got some sort of gimmick or stipulation. Um, this seemed to be a way of getting as many people on the card as possible. Um again we talked about the X Division. This is their opportunity to showcase some of the stuff that the X Division can do. Mm-hmm. And they also seem to be having a bit of fun with Nash and yes. his involvement with the X Division.
2: Yeah, he's... there's there's a few comments as he goes about uh things he claimed he could do.
1: Aye. <laughs> well like you say he's just having fun. Yeah. What does he say at one point? He says something outrageous. He's saying things. Oh, that's what it was. It's when we we can talk about when we get to Zach Gowen. Oh yeah, yeah. So last pay per view, we didn't see Austin Aries, did we? He was on the use of Dart match.
2: Yes, that's right. Yeah, because they're they're making a big deal of him here. Yeah, Um, they've
1: gimmicked. They've really gimmicked him up. They've sports entertained him. Austin Star Austin Star and they must from, have been doing like A Star is Coming and all this sort of yeah. stuff Yeah
2: um, From TV land I think they say at one
1: point Brilliant, so. like Mike TV <laughs> Yeah it's Gimmick infringement from for Roald Dahl <laughs> That's quite odd I, I thought it was odd that I think Austin Aries as a wrestler probably stands on its own, I don't think uh-huh. he needs Yeah Sometimes yeah, guys like this have got a silly gimmick are not the best wrestlers, and it yeah. works. Whereas a guy like this doesn't really need that silly gimmick. Yeah, because they, they, they seem to have made him like he's
2: very flamboyant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it, it's, I think, taking
1: away from uh, what he can do. Uh, he's got yeah. like a sparkly scarf on. Yeah. That's yeah. Jericho's gimmick. Anyway, Austin Starr <laughs> is in first. He kicks things off against Sonjay. Ducked. Um We did a Battle royal the last time and it's really difficult to chat about because it's just sort of like, and then yeah. such and such and such and such and We don't have to do that with us if you don't want, but we could just sort of touch on, on some of the different things that happened in it if you want.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, there was uh I was trying to remember what the guys... Nate, there's a guy uh, that was in the Triple Threat X Division match, the Ultimate X match that seemed to have been repackaged and I think his uh, what were they referring to him as?
1: Was this Maverick Matt?
2: No, Maverick Ma- Matt, Matt, yeah, Bentley. which was Matt Matt Bentley. Um, and uh, oh, there's a guy, a big guy, I think called E1, who does not yes. look like your ex Division guy. I know he's he's in Team Canada, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah and there's definitely, the fans are definitely chanting, you can't wrestle, and I was wondering if it was at him, because he was the only guy that I was looking at thinking it would likely be
1: at. Uh, Do you know what, it's exactly A1 that I was thinking of, and I was thinking they need to watch, I think, with this, oh, this twenty almost 20 years ago, but I felt like the X Division could very quickly sort of lose its appeal. Yeah. Like, it isn't cruiserweight, and it mm-hmm. isn't doesn't have to be high flyers. But uh-huh. at the same time, what what is it if it's yeah. just random guys?
0: Ah. Uh-huh. There, there
2: has to be something special about the guys that are involved in it. Mm-hmm. And when you're putting in guys that there isn't maybe that quality with it does, it dilutes it. Um there's also I, I kept this kept going. There were so many people in there. Uh-huh. I don't actually know how many there were. It was well over 10.
1: I counted. I think there was 16. Yeah, 16. And yeah. It's kind of a bit like, yeah, diluting the perfect word for it. Now, yeah. people like who we got, Sonji Da, Austin, Austin Aries, Matt Bentley, Jay Lethal, mm-hmm. uh, Frankie Kazarian came in there at one point. Yeah. Um. But then there's people like this. D Ray three thousand um uh, yeah. Norman Smiley. Yeah. Well, there was a little person came in at one point. Yeah. I don't know what what was his name? Pete uh, Something Samson? Short sleeve yeah. Samson? Yes. That and was it. They were doing like some sort of well, him and Smiley were doing some sort of <laughs> I dick him what they were doing. But, See, I-
2: because I like, you know, I like the idea of the X Division being highlighted but when you're having it, this stuff's taking up time and distraction for viewers as well.
1: Um, exactly we've got a, yeah. a tag team match that's, I think it's a four way tag team match, only a few matches later that gets barely any time mm-hmm. and I just, yeah. I just think, like, stick this on the preview or whatever they call the mm-hmm and and give that that much time cuz i was pretty gutted about that tag team match later on and if
2: if you wanted to do this yeah you could have had it on the pre show you could have had it at 10 entrants you know mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of them really x division guys um make it seem meaningful worth something cuz the the story they seem to be going with is is it alex shelley that seems aligned with nash yes um and He's 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 basically it's like he's Nash's protege. Um uh-huh. this match is gonna end up in the end putting over Star as the winner, Austin Star yep. and they're kind of doing a whole jealousy thing with Shelley and Nash is congratulating Star and you know calling him the winner and, and things like that and belittling Shelley with that um, So I think it's Star win by last eliminating Shelley or it's, it's towards the end anyway that I think he, he eliminates him. Yeah
1: they, they were the last three, um, Jay Lethal, Star and, yeah, and Shelley. Right. Yeah. I really like Petey, Will- Petey Williams. I want you to to win it, he's so over. The Canadian yeah. Destroyer's like the most over move in the world. Yeah. Uh, I liked Elix Skipper, he came out and did some pretty impressive stuff. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. and when Zach Gowen came out, and Zach Gowen's famously the one legged wrestler. Um, Nash starts doing his John Laurinaitis impression and talking about booking the right one-legged man, which is a total yeah. inside joke that people probably wouldn't have understood in yeah. 2006 so, yeah.
2: I mean, I only got it because, was it was it in a Jim Ross book? Or
1: yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. somebody it, had it in a it, book um, Yeah, I think it's in JR's book and, and Bruce Pritchard's talked about it as well Yeah, right? yeah That's hilarious Yeah um, I'm not a fan of Shark Boy. He was in here. There was a lady came in called Serelda Yeah, and she, uh, I looked her up because I was genuinely questioning. Um, yeah, I was genuinely questioning that person. Um, I was I, I, at one point. I was like, "Is that China?" She kind of looked a bit like China. Uh huh. Um, she was, uh, One of her aliases at one point was Klondike, which. Uh, it's quite an interesting wrestling name. There you go. Um yeah. Like you said, this it's interesting because Austin Aries starts number one and ends up winning it. So that's probably catapulted him to the top of the X division, or at least as a contender. But you've got Pete Williams there, you've got this thing with Alex Shelley, Jay Lethal looked good in this. So I suppose um, if nothing else, then you've got a few good-looking contenders.
2: Yeah, I had no issue with a few of them being in. I I, I became, I can't even remember when it was, but I, I remember liking Kazarian, Frankie Kazarian, in mm-hmm. a few things he's done that I've seen. And I saw him and I thought, oh yeah, it absolutely makes sense that he would have been there uh, at that time. Yeah. Uh, I think he became a bit of a staple of uh,
1: TNA. Oh, really? Yeah. I think he's still wrestling. I think he's still in AEW. Um, next, we get a cool wee, uh, video package about America's Most Wanted, and um, I think it's LAX. One of the guys from LAX yeah. just horribly launches Gail Kim across a ring and yeah. must do some damage, folds her up like a deck chair. Uh-huh. Um, we've got Jeremy Borash backstage with America's Most Wanted. They're throwing beer about and cutting aggressive promos, but which I quite liked, but but then they're not facing LAX, which I was just yeah. a bit confused about. There, there there were some things in this I liked. It, I suppose it's,
2: you know, it, it, it gets a wee bit edgy in terms of a bit of racism on the go. Hmm. Um, I, the, But there's some elements of uh, uh, America's Most Wanted, that I really like. I don't know why it's such a simple thing, but I really like a catchphrase of sorry about your damn luck. I, 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 I like that. Um, I like that too. And it, it suits them. Um, And I, I came out of it, you know, uh, wanting to know where we go with those two teams. But as you see, they're not facing each other.
1: it's mm. funny. So we've come out of the X Division sort of comedy match with a few that you could, there's a handful that you could say I'd love to see them all in a match together Mm -hmm. their tag team divisions pretty stacked Yeah, when when you see what we've all got on pay-per-view we've got a four-way tag match coming up, the Naturals who we saw last time America's Most Wanted uh, Team 3D and the James Gang which is basically New Age Outlaws Mm -hmm. Uh, then later on we've got two really impressive tag teams Having a brilliant cage match, yeah, um, and it, you know when you see this and you look back and you think like, how uh, how did TNA know blow up? This feels mm-hmm. like the perfect alternative to WWE.
2: Yeah, I know that. Um, obviously, yeah, I always wonder because we know at a point we're going to get this moment where Hogan arrives and Bischoff arrives <laughs> and they are going to change direction to some extent because that's inevitable i feel like they've got quite a good balance here Mm -hmm. like we talked at the last show about how they had tna guys you know guys that hadn't been at another major company for anything significant and the crowd were with them we talked some more joe aj styles christopher daniels those those guys are Mm -hmm. still here you've started to get some star power from from elsewhere um but I think it's it's a nice balance. Whereas I wonder if we're gonna see it tip the wrong slide. way.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting, especially when you've got another company in modern times, kind of mm-hmm. almost looking like it's following almost exactly the yeah. same template. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's get into this four-way tag match. Uh, we get Shane Douglas in the ring. He asks if the crowd if they're ready to get their ass franchises. Obviously moved away for this backstage. Yep. Um, happy-go-lucky persona that he had, <laughs> uh, he introduces the Naturals. So, we've, Like I said, Naturals versus America's Most Wanted versus Team 3D versus the James Gang. don't know if they say that the winner is like number one contender, but you would have to assume that that's... Yeah, I
2: think they'd the actually said, said, so going into this match, the Naturals have a guaranteed title shot coming up, apparently, but right. yeah, you would assume who, the, the winner of this is also is going to be in line
0: for for a title shot.
1: Okay, wait. Th- this was pretty short, disappointingly short. A uh, bit chaotic. Yeah. What do you think? Of it?
2: You know that I-, I had high hopes because I think I wanted it to go a certain way, right? Um, and it didn't really do what I wanted it to do. You've got these two teams that are legendary in there. You've got Team Three D, um, and you've got what the the, the, the James Gang. Um, Teams that have been the top one titles everywhere, and then I'm seeing the Naturals and America's Most Wanted, who we saw at the last yes. show yep. uh, up against each other. Two teams I liked, I like the the look that they had, um, and I thought what a brilliant opportunity to have one of them get the pinfall win on one of the legendary teams. Yep, um, and it didn't go that way. Uh, I just I thought it was there, and it it, it would have. Taking a defeat isn't going to hurt a team 3D or a James Gang, um, but it could have, you know, in the eyes of not regular viewers, I think it could have elevated the, the team that, that they chose to beat them. So I was just a bit disappointed in the way it was done.
1: Yeah, uh, 100% the same first line that I've wrote my notes here as America's Most Wanted Better Win This. Mm. Uh, like you see, like, especially in the sort of chaos of uh, how many guys is in the ring? Eight, eight men. Yeah, here, you could easily get a win for one of the lesser known teams without it being mm-hmm. doesn't even need to be clean, yeah. Um, so yeah, it does feel like a bit of a lost opportunity because for me, America's most, most wanted, easily the most um, I don't know what the word is. Like, I love the look of them and they're, mm-hmm. I like their gimmick and they're good in the yeah. ring, like, the they, whole they, package of them is the, it the is best. Kind here, of, I think.
2: it's like they shouldn't have a ceiling, They they should be able to be. You know, um in the semi main event matches and uh, a big star team that you're building and working with. And on the other side of that I didn't really feel it with team three D. I thought they were fine. I found something really sad about mm-hmm. watching the Outlaws as they are here. I don't know why obviously I don't you know, Road Dog's not in the shape he once was. Um Billy Gunn still looks in great shape, but like to have been where they were and seeing them here, if they're not in a role that's elevating someone, which you know they're they're kind of inconsequential in terms of the the outcome of the match. But I just found it a wee bit sad seeing mm-hmm.
1: them like this, especially when they're called Kip and BG James, yeah. and they're having yeah. to do a bit of a rubbish looking gimmick and, and you're just mm-hmm. like, well, that's the outlaws and we love the outlaws. Yeah, and
2: it's not you know, it's not at them. It's I think the way they're being used mm-hmm. and they're they're just almost like a lost in the shuffle. Um team. Ah, just another team, aye.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Thanks. and uh, I I did feel a wee bit I I didn't think that um Bubba Ray looked great mm-hmm. here. Yeah um, and they're doing the WhatsApps and all that and yeah like I get it you get a crowd pop and all that yeah. but you I think if somebody goes from somewhere like WWF into somewhere like TNA like do something new like mm-hmm. someone like Jericho's obviously made a career out of that yeah and and it works sometimes doesn't it doesn't work sometimes mm-hmm. um you know, like Daniel Bryan took the yes chant and turned it into no, and completely turned it on its head. And I just, I think they could have done something different. Go back to like his his brother, brother Devon mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I, I don't know, I yeah, don't know, but something. Aye, instead of playing playing the greatest hits sort of thing.
2: Because they they do end up. I think I think um, I think Ray becomes like quite a big solo heel. Um, Obviously it's it's probably a wee bit on from quite a bit on from where we are just now. You know, I just think there was better ways of using them.
0: Better yeah.
2: ways of making the most of, of what you had. I do understand it because, you know, they're they're still it's a, a, a
1: it's name and uh, yeah. 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 I've never seen any of this sort of bully ray run and had his own facts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Never seen any of that, I would like to.
2: Yeah, I've I've heard it spoken of quite highly. Mm-hmm. Um would be interesting. To have a look at what he did.
1: Um, we jump to the end. Yeah. Team 3D, 3D and one of the Naturals after he inadvertently hit his own partner, um, and Team 3D win, and they look like they're going with some sort of uh, storyline with, with what's his name Shane Douglas, and he's berating the Naturals and all that. Naturals are out of the company within a few months. They're gone. Oh, wow. Which is surprising, actually, because they seemed like they were they were one of these sort of homegrown yeah. teams that they were going to get behind.
0: <sighs>
1: oh, my goodness. Okay, oh, no. Jeremy Borash is backstage. He is outside Samoa Joe's dressing room. For some reason, Jake the, snake Robert, Jake the Snake Roberts saunters up behind him and offers to show him his snake. Jake is talking about if you get a snake in your hand and play with it for a while, it gets bigger and all this sort of innuendo. Yeah. Um, he's incredibly creepy yeah, at this point. Like, like, I think my link to Jake Roberts from here would be having watched Beyond the Mat and seeing all the crazy stuff that's happened in his mm-hmm. family and then seeing him doing this and you'd just be like, what on earth? Yeah. The, the,
2: the, when he was um, at his... Best in WWE, he did creepy, but it was more like sinister rather
0: than
1: creepy. Yeah, psychological sort of.
2: Yeah, whereas this, I don't know. There's nothing. there's kind of nothing there. It's just cringe. Was
1: uh, a creepy old man talking about his cock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he seems he's talking about being the ref in the monsters ball match, kind of. We mm-hmm. think, um, and that that. Runs us into a promo package for the Monsters Ball match between Samoa Joe, Raven, Abyss, and Brother Runt. Yeah, were you aware of the the name Brother Runt? Yeah, were you?
2: I was. So when it, I, because when it was said, I thought, yeah. But there was another thing that crossed my mind as well which is, oh, he's going to get a hell of an ass kicking. So I was looking, thinking, there's only one reason he's in this.
1: Mm-hmm. He's like getting the Jeff Hardy spots without yeah. being able to do cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we've still got a streak going for some old Joe at this point, so we're a year on and he's still undefeated, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah what do you think? You were a bit on the fence with the last Monsters Ball, weren't you? What do you think um, of this one?
2: Yeah, this, this I think is where... Um, like I, I, think because they leaned so heavy into the story the last time of they haven't had food and water, you know they they weren't talking quite as much about that kind of thing uh,
0: when we were coming out here. Um, I I didn't dislike the purpose of having the match, um,
2: which is you know we we are where we are with Joe, um. The crowd, I think it was at the the elimination match at the last show um, to determine who was going to get the title shot that night. They seemed to have a real interest in seeing some Joe in Abyss stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I remember when they had their face off, there, there was a pop for it. Um, I think you've... <laughs> There's a few things took me out of it. <laughs> I I could have done without Jake being involved. Mm-hmm. Um, completely without it. What did you think of the Raven Hannibal Lecter mask?
1: Nah, I I really like Raven, but I feel like yeah. I feel like the way that you talked about the outlaws—that's how I feel about Raven here. Yeah, he looks really stiff. Yeah, in yeah. pain almost. Mm. The the mask just seems random. Yeah. Not part of his gimmick, and it seemed like, oh, this would be a cool thing to wear. And
2: yeah, yeah, he, he didn't seem like he should have been wrestling. Um, he seemed out of shape, he seemed beat up. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's, he's he will have been getting old at that point, but I don't I think we've gone beyond me wanting to see him involved in a match. Same. Um,
1: I, I, I think, I think he, you know, like. And this is all very well and good for us to uh, Monday morning quarterback at like mm-hmm. whatever. Seventeen years on, but like, give him some sort of role where he can be a mouthpiece for some young up and coming yeah. sinister character. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Um, I I liked the
2: references to Joe and Angle because mm-hmm. um, so Kurt Angle's here, but he's not going to be in a match, but he's going to feature later on in. As a enforcer, or... or mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and, and they've <laughs> had uh, when Angle was unveiled on the episode Impact before this pay per view, he I think either Joe came out and uh, Angle head him and, and they had yeah. to be pulled apart. Yeah,
2: yeah. So they're they're selling that Joe's got like a bandage on his mm-hmm. uh, on his brow, um, and Joe comes out and just starts attacking everyone um, and you know everyone knows you're going to joe and angle it's it's there so you're you're going to be doing it so i think making joe look strong makes absolute sense i mm-hmm. think you you kind of have to do that mm-hmm. um i did feel like watching this if you hadn't had the angle stuff i would have been like if things moved on for joe the way it felt like they should have off the back of the last show has it gone a bit Stagnant, um, but at least you know the angle stuffs there in the background. So it's almost like I don't know, getting this out of the way. Uh, have in, him go over in transition. In the match. Yeah, and then you can move him on to to where you want to go with him. Um, I, I assume it's probably one of those where you had a a long term plan for Joe that didn't feature Angle, and then you've somehow managed to sign Kurt Angle, and you're like, "All oh, right, okay, we need to pivot." Uh yeah, um, I wonder if they maybe didn't believe they were ever going to actually sign Kurt Angle. So they've got Joe in his storyline and then it's like, oh God, we've got Kurt oh, Angle. Shit. This is such an <laughs> obvious way to go with him. Uh, let's just finish this up with Joe. Just get it over and done with and then move on.
1: Um, aye, I, I think I think you're right. I think Joe has to come out this, the winner. Isn't It's funny that the Monsters Ball is Abyss's match and that's two we've seen and two is... He's not one um, yeah. And at, at some point, I, I guess his character Can pretty much get away with They can do whatever they want to his character really Can't they? He's yeah. not a type of character where you're going to be like "Oh, I don't believe he's going to um, be able to do anything to anybody He's a huge guy Yeah. Um, there's a great spot in this I, not, I I. guess it had to be pre-planned But Abyss picks up uh, Runt, Spike Dudley And throws him in the crowd And a guy catches him And throws them back.
2: Yep. Yeah, I noticed that as well. And I put in my notes Was that, was there a plant in there? Was that, you know, is this just a guy that's caught him? But surely not. Um, It's amazing. Yeah. There there were some, some decent moments in this. There was, there's a move. I've I've definitely seen Joe do it before and I don't quite know how he does it. But he does like a dive over the ropes and kind of, Corkscrews onto uh-huh. them and lands on his feet. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, uh, I've got it described as a cannonball, a human cannonball, uh-huh. but corkscrew's a good way of describing it. It's brilliant, eh? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it just, I don't know, it suits him because he's able to just kind of swagger his way uh, away from it. Having styles done it out.
1: Yeah. Um, we never really got an opportunity for them to sell to us that Raven's Mask was like possible yeah. of doing damage. Yeah. because he hits Joe in the head bit, which results in him falling off, falling off the ramp, and he ends mm-hmm. up landing on the concrete and through a table. Yeah. Um, we get a spot where Spike, uh, Runt, sorry, and Abyss are climbing up scaffolding, um, and Abyss dives off and, and dives off the scaffolding onto Spike, oh. but the cameraman's too busy looking at Jake Roberts that we have yeah. of miss it. <laughs>
2: The, the the thing that I enjoyed most about that was James Mitchell appears right next to them after it, and he's just maniacally
0: laughing. It's <laughs> <Yes. happened>.
1: amazing. <laughs> In the last monsters Bowl match, did we get tax?
2: I don't remember seeing them. Maybe
1: I can't, I can't remember for them. Abyss doesn't seem to have the greatest of of luck with him, does he?
2: No, because they make it sound like it's a signature thing for him Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, Jake is trying to get him to not open the bag and threatens with the opening of his own bag, which obviously (laughs) is going to have a snake in it Um, but yeah they they, uh, even just attacks Jake (laughs) and uh, yeah, that's weird yeah
1: Jake gets his, his retribution by hitting a DDT on him later on and that, yeah, that leads to yeah. the finish, I believe. Yeah. Um, Joe hits a muscle buster on Raven after he's been DDT'd by Jake and I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Jake, yeah. Jake and Raven in their respective primes would be a, a good feud. Eh?
2: Yeah, you'd get some great
1: promos. Um, and some and... weird stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I always wonder, like,
2: Raven if he'd had the right you know, he wasn't. I don't think he was prominent enough when he got to WWE for a while for them to pay all that much attention to him. He always felt like he was just kind of there in mm. hardcore matches, An
1: extreme guy, yeah.
2: yeah uh, but I, I wonder if if he'd got to WWE at the right time and someone there, you know, had had taken a big interest in him, how how that could have gone.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'd, I think he was strangely used in WCW mm. it's almost like yes you had a very similar what I would say is to the Straight Edge Society that mm. maybe yeah. had its fans and all that but it was you know sort of considered maybe a mid-card type yeah, yeah. Thing. Um, okay back to this we've got Jeremy Borash backstage with Eric Young who last time we saw him a year ago he was just a a good wrestler in Team Canada. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. he seems to be a bit of a simpleton. Uh, he's very nervous about his match. He's fighting against Larry Zabisco. Um, for some reason, Larry's very angry. He's like, in this TNA run, his blood pressure must be questionable. So angry. He cuts a promo on, on poor Eric Young and calls him a nitwit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think this was like, let's give them something to cool them down before we get?
2: Maybe. To Do an you know.: angle? There was there, a way of doing this Eric Young thing that I think I would have enjoyed, where he's, you know, terrified of this idea of losing his job. He's <laughs> nervous, he can't concentrate, he can't focus and all that. But they've made him an imbecile.: Uh-huh. They didn't have to go that way with it, he could have just been a guy that is genuinely shit scared of losing his job <laughs> he
1: did. that's so funny you say that because I, I, I think I'm now realising that that's why he was so nervous well, I don't know if it was just that because
2: the indication was to me anyway that he may have been like this for a wee while <laughs> So they taken this the was most his nervous guy, and they feel like you're going to get fired if you don't win this match. <laughs> uh, poor guy. And, and this is, is this the first mention of Cornet here as well.
0: Because I, I, I think is. I was
2: taken a bit by surprise. I didn't realise he was uh, involved here until I think they. So he is like above Zabisco, mm-hmm. and you know, deciding this match had to take place, and uh, like he he. he kind of seems like he wants to put Zabisco in his place because he's been um, taken advantage of his position by yeah. the sounds
1: of it. Yeah. yeah, this is all kinds of weird and it kind of annoyed me, but I don't think it went long enough to <laughs> yeah, if they'd totally continued do doing the crowd work that they were doing, I was going to fast forward because it's like, alright, <laughs> okay, lots of crowd work between yeah. these two. Um, we've seen Zabisco a few times now, we don't mind them. Don't mind him yeah, at all, he's, yeah. he's old school At the core um, They probably could have put on a good wrestler match But they're certainly going for sort of comedy uh, Stuff yeah. here um, It's very short We get an yeah. abdominal stretch by Zabisco um, And he ends up hitting the referee Gets a knucks out, misses Eric Young gets a knuck, uh, brass knucks in, in it And gets the win uh, And yeah. he gets to celebrate And keep his job it's all a bit dafty. Yeah.
2: The, the crowd popped for him winning. <laughs> um, That's fair. Kind of give the impression he's one of their guys. So, you know, they, they they wanted him to get the win.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, like, if that was... That wasn't, like, some of the WCW bad that we've seen, um, to be fair, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So, if that was bad, what was this next bit? Take us through this next... Thing that happens. So do, do
2: do we go from here to Cornet coming to the ring?
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, so Cornet's coming big, out to the happy ring. Happy red
1: face.
2: When, when when I first heard his voice, though, I thought oh, he's not getting through this nah, this promo. Uh, so he's sick. His his uh, throat is sounding very uh, sore, very strained. Uh, he talks about uh, Angle and Joe, and says that they will have the opportunity to sort their problems out soon but if Joe interferes in the title match tonight he will be removed from the TNA roster strong words from Cornette I get a feeling he would have got a job
0: elsewhere but mm-hmm. anyway
2: um, uh, Kurt Angle comes out and he is looking full on psycho wrestling machine my here God.
1: <laughs> my notes uh, say capital letters Angle's neck is fucking massive I've never seen I, I, neck, that. I, I always.
2: I love this Kurt Angle. Um, he uh, talks about um, hearing the music, seeing the people, hearing the people, wanting to come out and kick some ass. This is why he came to TNA. He, he very much refers to it as the best company in the world. Um, TNA is best. Screw the rest. And you know who I'm talking about. Ooh.
1: Um pewm. Pew.
2: He. Uh, he says he'll do a great job as a referee, but does not need a buffer to keep Joe away from him. And then Joe's music hits, and uh, oh. oh,
0: oh, I love
1: this. Oh, this is just absolute dream booking. He did not yeah. get—I don't know if you get stuff like this in, in WWE. You probably do. Probably just being rose-tinted, but it just. Does the best possible job. This is like a huge UFC event, and two people don't like each other. Start going at it at the the weigh-ins, and you're just like, yeah. I can't wait for tomorrow night to see that match, see that yeah. fight. Yeah, Th- this is
2: this is as good. Uh, no, it's the best that I've ever seen this kind of thing done.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Me
2: too. we've seen it done, we've seen. Um, you know, pull apart brawls, people charging at each other, that kind of thing. We've we've seen it plenty of times.
0: It's really um, quite
2: lame. I don't think. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever watched and believed that these two guys wanted to tear each other to pieces, and it's I don't know. It it seems perfect. You've got Joe, who, as we've talked about, is like the homegrown talent. He's been Mm. elsewhere on indies and all that, but he's their guy. This is the biggest spotlight he's had. Um, And you've got Kurt Angle, who's coming from the biggest wrestling company and who has been, the or certainly one of the top stars at that company. Um, It's just, it's all working out perfectly. And I I love this segment. I just think it, I, I cannot think of a way it could have been done better.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Uh, Like I said, a a lot of time when you get two wrestlers and they supposedly desperately want to go at each other, it can be really lame. And, you know, uh, it takes me back to the Survivor series that just happened there before the turn of the year, and and Michael Cole was holding Seth Rollins back from getting to CM Punk. (laughs) (laughs) We've, We've just got. We've got hundreds of g hundreds of security and hundreds of refs and everything. Wow. That, and they still can't stop these two fidgets. They, they it's just amazing. They just keep getting to each yeah. other. Not in a silly sort of pantomime way, but in a genuine Daniel Cormier and John Jones type way where they want to fight each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um I do I do have in my notes, you know, we're
2: gonna miss it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Because we're going year by year and this is the best build up that I've ever seen for a, a potential match.
1: And then we're
2: we're gonna miss it because we're jumping to the next round for glory.
1: But we're not. We've we've decided we're not. We're gonna take a little pit <laughs> stop and uh, the next yeah. The next pay per view that we watch will be Genesis, which will be Angle versus Joe. Um, yeah.
2: So, so you you had you had watched this before I did, um, and you'd messaged me saying that we potentially needed to have a bit of a chat after I had watched the event. Um, and I thought it was that thing where I'm watching it, thinking I'm watching it second. What if I don't even pick up on what he means or what he's <laughs> on about? As soon as I saw this segment, I, I, I was a hundred percent sure what you were meaning. <laughs>
1: I, I, at first, after I'd you, I was thinking, oh no, he's going to think that I want to to pack to in the TNA already. <laughs> 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 Which wouldn't be unheard of or unlikely. Um, uh. Just, you know, like if you... So so this pay-per-view, I meant to say this at the start, this pay per views on YouTube. Impact or TNAs are now back to being called. I've posted a lot of their events on YouTube. Um, if you don't want to sit down and watch a full uh, TNA pay per view. Then you know this is. Uh, I'll put the link within uh, the the show description. If you get a chance, watch this. It's absolutely tremendous. Yes. Um. Okay. It, it, quite weird and surreal to see Cornet and Kurt Angle in the same ring.
0: Yeah,
2: I I imagine Cornet would love him, but I don't know. You know, I I just imagine he would.
1: I think so. I think so. I kind of think of hearing him talking about him. M- um, much
2: as he has done comedy, it's never been in ring, in match comedy. Aye, you or, know, or he, taken he, away he from Seriously aye. in the ring. Aye.
1: Yeah. Aye. 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 I'm sure Cornette's gone. I, I wonder if he'll be gone by by the next pound for glory because okay. they, they bring Russo back in round about this time. Right. Um, <laughs> I think he has enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, our next that that really really was brilliant. Like and, and I know we're laying on thick, but I genuinely can't say enough. Like that is mm-hmm. that segment is amazing, yeah. so amazing. Proper gets yeah. the blood flowing. Yeah, I agree. Um Okay, our next match is for the X Division Championship. It's Chris Saban uh, against a set. It's called Senshi here. I knew him. Yeah. Previously, that's Loki. Uh, yeah. I think he's been in Ring of Honor and and Roundabouts. He's not. He's never been WWF or anything, has he?
2: I think he got brought in and then never really used, mm. um, and then then
1: left. Yeah, I don't think he was there long at all. He's he's good. He's really good. Yeah, um, yeah. he does sort of. If you look at him and see him wrestle, you kind of think like that's the kind of guy that comes from Ring of Honor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I mean by that but that is <laughs> what I think of um, he's, he's really good and I, I really enjoyed this match, what did you think of it?
2: Yeah I enjoyed it, the, the, only, the only problem I think I had with it was it followed what just happened with uh, Angle and Joe which is a very hard thing to follow even though it wasn't a match, it's a hard thing to follow Um I enjoyed the match, I thought, you know, they were telling the story about, they, they kind of gave the impression Saban has been there quite a while, tried maybe just fallen short quite a few times, he's uh, I think they, they mentioned he's from the area the show's in, ah. I think he's like the the, the hometown boy
1: Yes, um, because Sabin is, is Sabin and Alex Shelley that are the Motor City machine guns, isn't, yes.
2: isn't it? Yes, so yeah, Detroit area obviously yeah, they there's there's a good move set. The, the, the two of them both know how to execute and sell moves. Uh, the Loki's Senshi. When we talked before about guys not really knowing, does this fit X division? He fits X oh, division, 100%. You know. right. he, the, yeah, yeah, he's the the perfect kind of guy to have uh, involved here. I wonder they, if, I
1: was, sorry, I wonder if Loki and Ricochet ever had a a match on the Indies somewhere. That'd be interesting, That'd yeah. Be cool yeah,
2: they seem to be setting up quite a few times that um, Saban's buddies, Jay Lethal and Sonjay Da, were likely to get involved, and I, I just kept expecting some sort of screwy finish, but it never really happened. I don't mm. think. Um, I think they come out after the event, but I don't think they come out during the match. Um, there's some there's some really good move sequences uh, between the two of them. I I, I enjoyed the match. So it was
1: good. Yeah, there's a, there's a cool bit. There's a lot going on here. Um, at one point, Loki, that's really uh, Senshi is doing a cartwheel and Sabin drop kicks him while he's in the middle of the cartwheel, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, if, if you listen to the show, you know I don't like a cartwheel uh, <laughs> during during a match, but that, that's all right if it's been uh, drop kicked. Uh, there's at one point, Senshi hits the. Uh, double foot stomp from the top rope, the height and the hang time he seems to get is yeah. unbelievable. I, I couldn't work out how that wouldn't be incredibly <laughs> painful. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. We see Finn Balor do that as well. Like my kids yeah. done that to me plenty. It's not fun. <laughs> so I can't imagine it's fun taken from a grown man. <laughs> um how do we finish? how do, how do they end up finishing this? Oh there's uh... a great, sorry, there's a great spot. she. Senshi... Sabin goes for a top rope Hurricane Rana. Yeah. And Senshi reverses it into a Power Bomb, which is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. How do we finish Dragon Sleeper by Senshi? Saban reverses it into a small package. Yeah. And he kicks out at like 3.1 as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, To to the point where I wasn't actually that sure if the referee had made a mistake and it it, it definitely wasn't a three. Um, It's a good way of keeping both guys strong. Yeah. Uh, and and keeping the X division strong as well.
2: We had uh Sonji Dart and Jay Lethal came down to celebrate with him, which was fine, they'd mentioned them uh, in the in the match, but then Jerry Lynn came down oh, as he, well. He
1: looked like a proud uh, papa.
2: He did, and but, I, but again I've maybe watched too much WCW. I was expecting the swerve <laughs> yeah, and it, to, it didn't
0: happen.
1: He pulls out his mask from when he was that guy in <laughs> WCW. <laughs> That's funny uh, would, that, I remember thinking the same, and then the commentary team said something about him looking really happy or something like that and mm-hmm. it never came
2: yeah, it was a good match though it was entertaining. I think it it was a lot to try and follow the segment before it, but um with it being so different uh it was an entertaining match. I think they got the balance quite good of they were selling the impactful moves. It wasn't just one thing after the other after the other. I think they they made thing, they made the move sets by the opponents seem meaningful. Which, yeah. which, is what you want.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Are you trying to bait me into a rant about modern wrestling? I, I, I couldn't. I tend not to watch any. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've just described exactly what happens. <laughs> uh, okay, we're back. Jeremy Borash getting a lot of airtime. Yeah, with his with his highlighted blonde hair. Jeremy Borash <laughs> is backstage with Christian Cage. He's he, he's never changed, does he? He's just I love that. He's yeah. great. Uh, he cuts a promo on Detroit. I think at this point there's a, a, a world the C- world series games must be going on, and the Detroit Tigers uh, must be in it. And I've lost the mat the, the the game the night before, so yeah. Christians calling it's them a, a bunch of losers yeah. and all this sort of stuff. Um, he starts taking shots at rhinos, ants cooking. Yeah. I, I quite liked it. They were leaning into the fact that these two had. Their their careers are intertwined and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they, they showed like a
2: what looked like a really old picture of the two of them together, um, and obviously they 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 have I think crossed paths quite a lot over the years. Because I remember even when when Rhino came into WWE, they they played on that. They yeah. played on.
0: They had him aligned with Edge and Christian. Um so Rhino could was... I don't actually know.
1: Never mind. Um, he's never joined a Team Canada That we've ever seen So how no, how are we to can't, expect can't that he's not
2: be, <laughs> I, did, I did One thing I noticed Because much as I don't watch anything current um, You sometimes send me clips And sometimes they're of Christian promos Nowadays I think here He's maybe not quite found his heel voice Like he's saying really entertaining things But they're maybe not I don't know He doesn't quite have it
0: there's no he's, venom he's in, him. in him.
2: Yeah, he's got it in him to be entertaining, but I don't know that he's quite got that heel edge edge oh. uh, to him. But he seems to nowadays. But I still was very entertained by the stuff he was saying and the way he was saying it.
1: You were waiting for him to say, Rhino, I'm sorry to hear about your father. <laughs> um, I, do you know, I was a bit gutted that this was a street fight when they said that this was going to be an eight-mile road street fight. And then I was like, are they doing some sort of, like, is Christian going to start rapping or something? Because that's not (laughs) the Christian I wanted to see. Uh, Thankfully, didn't. I I did, like, Rhino can't be Canadian, because they're talking about him growing up in Detroit, weren't they? They are,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, Um, And he's talking about...
2: Yeah, this is played off as being like his home, his hometown match. Um, I I did have to try and think to myself what exactly an eight mile street fight was, (laughs) because it seemed like just a street fight. Mm -hmm. But um, the thing that made me laugh, they had some music in the build that was very much sounded like a, a... knock-off version of 8 Mile, and I thought, is that the did. one thing they couldn't spring for, because they'd spent all the money on the other music? <laughs>
1: they spent all the money on Big Kev's cash beer.
2: <laughs>
0: class.
1: <laughs> Something peculiar here is they introduce Christian. I love Christian's TNA music, it's great. Um, they introduce Christian, and he's walking through the um, locker area a la Goldberg. Uh, then they introduce Rhino, and Rhino comes out. Yeah. That's quite odd, but it's, yep. I guess it's to, um, uh, t- t- to have Rhino then go look for them backstage and, and kick off mm-hmm. the street fight backstage. Cool. Uh, they're doing a lot of wrestling in the dark, which appears to be in the sort yeah. of gorilla position, um, which is not ideal. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of their mood, I, uh, I match overall?
2: I wanted to just see them have a regular match. I mm-hmm. think it would have been really interesting. You've got obviously the power of Rhino, who's like this terrifying man. Um you've got Christian, accomplished wrestler, um always sort of comes across as quite intelligent, sneaky. Um and I thought that they could have a brilliant in the ring normal match between the two of them. Um there's a lot going on. There's like, you know, there's a zamboni being driven around with christian on it um there's a there's a street lamp prop that that gets used a couple of times there's a i can't remember if it's that one but there's one i've never seen anything look more like foam when somebody (laughs) hit someone with it um these aren't my favorite types of match and i did just i want i ended up really wanting them to just have a have a regular
1: match yeah yeah but it takes us a good while before the first wrestling move gets Mm. pulled out I think we get a belly to belly or something like that by Rhino but uh, like you say, there's Zambonis there's there's chairs ladders tables straight jacket I like the straight jacket that was I,
2: I thought it was going to play into the finish I was a little bit disappointed that it didn't because I've not seen that before uh
1: huh yeah, and, and that was, uh, going back to your um, not a pun pun, uh, there's the edge that you mm-hmm. want to see for Christian, there's the sinisterness. Yeah. you want. To see, is it right to say you want to see him in a straight jacket and get leathered in the head with a steel chair? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, yes in a way, however. It, Chair shots to the head aren't fun
1: It made me, it made, when he pulled it out And he put it on him, it made me think uh, Foley at Royal Rumble 99 And Rock just going mad With yeah. the chair, with the handcuffs behind the back yeah. I thought that's where he's oh. going
0: Yeah,
1: But he, um, he Puts him in a straight jacket and tries to Get the concerto, doesn't he, and, and misses mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Rhino ends up Headbutting him in the nuts And then uh, mm-hmm. the ref helps him out with the straight jacket um, and then I think we're not f- we're not far from the finish, which again was my frustration that they didn't go with that. I wanted the straitjacket on at the finish. Oh, um, love that. And uh, a gore
1: with a straitjacket on. Oh,
2: oh, because he does go for the gore, but Christian sidesteps him, and there's a table that Rhino's been set uh, had set up in the corner that that Rhino goes flying into, but he kicks out of that, mm-hmm. kicks
0: out of that, too.
2: Um, there's an unprettier on the underside of the table. Um for another two.
1: Yeah, it's quite messed up that. Yeah. What, on the bit of broken table.
2: hmm And then Christian piles all these metal objects on top of Rhino and starts, I don't think we mentioned at the start of this, they talk about Rhino coming into this with a concussion because of a previous Christian attack. Um, So there's all these objects on top of Rhino and Christian just starts slightly maniacally hitting a (laughs) chair onto all these uh, objects that are piled on Rhino Um, and that's, that's the win for Christian.
1: I was quite surprised that that got the three. I don't know where I thought they were going with it. Yeah. Where do you go with it after that? Not really got potential
2: yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought the, you know, missing the gore into the table and prettier onto a table, that could have been a finish. And mm. Everyone would have been all right with that.
1: Yeah. I've got my notes here. Finally he gets the three. Christian wins, but at what cost? <laughs> I assume the commentary team said that, and I wasn't just doing some sort of psychological dissection at Christian. This is all you. <laughs> what has he become? <laughs> uh, back to our boy Borash. He's backstage with LAX and Conan. Um, we talked about how good the angle and Samoa Joe whole thing was. This might be one of my favourite. It's, it's very sort of. Um, Run of the mill and generic, but this might be one of my favourite uh, promos I've ever seen. Just Conan going off in Spanish, whilst these two menacing-looking Latino characters behind them just stayed at the camera is absolutely amazing. These are um,
2: bad men. Like totally. that's what came across to me. Like,
1: like straight, out, be... straight off a of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yes,
2: yes. Like you would not want to run in to this group of guys. Um, I think they're very derogatory in the way they speak about Gail Kim, but okay. Um, and I also, I think it was actually, they they, they come across brilliantly. They come across mm. the exact way they need to come across, which is these terrifying characters that are going to do whatever it takes to, to come out on top. Um, and they come across as having a massive chip on their shoulder Hmm. as well. Um, And Conan is, like, driving that home to them that they should have this chip on their shoulder, Um, which I I liked. I thought that that meant he was serving a really good purpose within the group.
0: Um,
2: And I think when everything was... You remember the package at the start? I couldn't decide how I felt about because they're, they're about to face um, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels, mm-hmm. uh, who are the tag team champions here. Um, and I couldn't decide how I felt about that because we'd we'd watched them have a a really good match, uh, uh, an Iron Man, mm-hmm. thirty minute, one zero to AJ Styles. Um, and I was I was thinking about it in like two ways, like I kind of wanted to know how they had then come together was it a respect thing was it a you know like I think the packages they did were really good but obviously we haven't watched anything for a year
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I
2: found myself thinking I wonder how this how this happened because I like the idea of them as a team um,
1: they, f- they felt a bit um, two man power trippy but like mm-hmm. in a different in a different way like, like two of the best mm-hmm. coming together and just running roughshod yeah, um, I felt like the that. same as because I think I said to you uh, the last time after we've seen that Ironman match. I hope in a year's time these two are vying for the title of some mm-hmm. description, and I did not expect them to be a tag team tag no, team champions. No, yeah. um, but it works. Hundred percent works. Yeah. Um, just the 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 only drawback about Conan's uh, passionate promo is that he offers. To give them a dirty Sanchez And in return he'll take a rusty Trombone
0: yeah.
1: Why does he say
2: that I, just, I think he's probably been speaking to
0: Jake <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> that,
1: that noise works for Vince and Jake <laughs> <sighs> Um, We get again a, a brilliant video package For the build up to this match You get the impression yeah. that these te- these Two teams well, are willing to take it wherever it needs to go, especially LAX yeah. Um, I think that that sort of—I don't think you get this if it was just AJ Styles or just Christopher mm-hmm. Daniels. But the fact they're yeah. together, I don't know what it is, but it just ramps everything up altogether. Yeah, um, brilliant package. Yeah, and and the match is a a six sides of steel match, which is a, a TNA staple, and obviously that's essentially a, a steel cage match. Um, I wondered if America's Most Wanted might come into play somewhere. They're obviously yeah. looking for retribution for, for Gail Kim, but thankfully it doesn't come to that. And, and it's pretty yeah. much the three versus two with, with Conan on the outside mm-hmm. um, doing what what he does. What, what do you think of the match?
2: I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought... I didn't know an awful lot about LAX, like I, either person in the team. Um I thought they were a really good combination. Is it is Hernandez is the the really big guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um he was terrifying, you know, some of the things he was doing in the ring. I think you really interesting what you touched on because the video package showing how far they're willing to go um to to get what they want. But I like the story of uh Daniel's uh and Styles getting there themselves. Yep. Like, we're obviously these elite wrestlers who can wrestle anyone, but what they're driven to in the ring, seeing them get there where actually now we're willing to do anything, whatever it takes to to come out on top here. Um, Yeah, really enjoyed this. I like the Six Sides of Steel. Like, I think it's, again, just from a gimmick point of view, I I like, you know, the idea of that on your poster. Six Sides of Steel, it sounds... Mm. Different. It's not something, you know, WWE could put on their poster. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we've talked in the past about maybe cage matches, Hell in a Cell, and things like that, maybe being a bit. You know, how did we get here? Why are we at this stage already? That kind of thing. It makes absolute sense that this match was taking place in this. Mm-hmm. Um that this worked really well for me. I was I was a big fan of the match.
1: I think the Six Sides of Steel feels a lot more like, Oh, you're locked in here with me yeah. than a steel cage yeah. does. Steel cage feels like it's there to be climbed on and to jump yeah. off and you know, you can climb out the steel cage to win. I, I don't think they even hinted at that. I, I got the impression yeah. it was submission or or pin. Yeah. Um, I don't even. Was it, there must have been a ref in there with them, but I can't actually remember. Um, yeah, there was. Was because yeah. uh, they yeah. did to to start off with, they did um, traditional tag rules, mm-hmm. uh, and eventually it, it broke down. But again, I quite liked yeah. that. They're in yeah. there, but they stuck to the rules until such time as it broke down and then it yeah. w- it went uh, not chaotic, but just violent with the, the yeah. fork and the coat hanger. Um, the fact that Conan was hanging off Christopher Daniels with a steel coat hanger around his neck oh, horrible. Yeah. It was, it was concerning me, genuinely. No. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and I like what you said as well, like AJ Styles, you don't Consider especially the AJ Styles that we saw last time. You don't think of him as taking a fork to someone, yep. um, you know. He would do a four fifty splash on you, but he's yeah. not. But he, he's there, and, and they they take him there. Uh-huh. I, I loved it as well. I'd say I, I enjoyed it as much as I did the Daniels AJ Styles match the last time.
2: Yeah, and the the, real, the thing I really liked about it, you've got. Daniels and Styles who, you know, for whatever reason have come together, they've obviously been a successful team, we've they've won the titles. You can kinda go wherever you want with them at the end of this. Mm-hmm. You can keep them as a team. They could have a, a rematch, that would make sense. But you can also split them up. You've got two single stars there that this hasn't hurt. This mm-hmm. hasn't harmed them in the credibility in terms of the fans' eyes at all. Um, if anything, I think it's shown a different side of them, uh, an aggressive side. Um, and you can, you know, put them in a singles run, either one of them or both of them. Um, and you know that you have Homicide and Hernandez, LAX, with Conan as a team that you can go down the American America's most wanted route. Because yeah. as I say having seen what we've seen in this show, I now want to see that. Mm-hmm. I want to see uh, those, those teams going up against each other. Um, I thought all in in the ring and in terms of story and logic of where you, you could go next, I thought it all made sense and was really good.
1: I think LAX, I've never been excited for um, like a, a full package of a tag team with the manager and all that, like LAX for watching wrestling yeah. in, in quite a long time and just being like yeah. so taken aback by how awesome their whole package mm-hmm. was. Yeah. And then I was glad that they got in the ring and they were good as well. Uh-huh. Um yeah. don't know if I don't know, recall if I've ever seen homicide wrestling before. Not seen WCW.
2: Not that I remember but I don't know for sure.
1: Um aye. Brilliant. So what 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 did we so, so there's a good couple of spots where the couple of guys came off the top of the cage, but yeah. it didn't feel contrived like they were waiting to get there. It happened almost organically. Yeah. Um. Horrible, sort of scary looking. The, a couple of scary looking spots. I think Hernandez power bombs. Does he power bomb Christopher Daniels off? Yeah. The side of the cage or right from the very top of it. Yeah.
2: So I think there's. You've got AJ at the top of the cage. Homicide has followed him, and Daniels is like under Homicide, and then Hernandez power bombs Daniels, which throws the other brings two. Homicide, no, think, throws Homicide yeah. off. AJ stays up, and then does a um, cross leaping cross body off the top, which looked. Amazing! Like it's like he was somehow moving in slow motion. Oh, it looks crazy. ridiculous!
1: Like to be up that high, and he jumps like he jumps mm-hmm. up into yeah. it, as opposed yeah. to comes down from it. Then Hernandez, yeah. the biggest guy in the yeah. match, goes to the top of it and hits a splash yeah. up off the top. Oh, um, yeah. Unbelievable! Yeah, really cool. How did we? Oh, that the the winner. Um, what is the name of that move? Uh, Shane Helms used to do it in WCW You know he's, he's got the guy Sort of upside down on his back And he yes. Falls to the floor on his bum And if the guy uh-huh. doesn't tuck his head He's got a broken neck yes. Horrible yeah. horrible looking move It looked great Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And LAX, LAX get the clean win You've got the, the, the titles on them And like you say you can go wherever you want mm-hmm crazy to think that you've got AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Kurt Angle, Christian, Samoa Joe, like, yeah. Sting. Yeah, it's packed. Brilliant. Uh, okay. Listen to how enthusiastic we are about wrestling. <laughs>
0: it's
1: amazing. Um, we get some uh, a video package of Sting and, and Jeff Jarrett. They've not done a lot of talking about this match No. Um, throughout the pay-per-view uh, I've got my notes that some pretty weird and creepy shots of Sting but I don't actually remember what they were like so I can of talk about that Okay I
2: don't have anything about that um, I do have something about so Sting must have said that he joined TNA to get rid of Jeff Jarrett um, okay. and I was thinking he just hated that WCW pay per view just as much as we did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, blame Janet
1: for the whole just thing. Just a million. I imagine <laughs> they did that to us. Loads of more fake stings <laughs> just appeared for. Uh, I thought this was. There were some. They did some really interesting stuff for this match. So you've got the aspect of Kurt Angle's your special enforcer. So um, really difficult for him not to overshadow this mm-hmm. match as it is. He's the biggest star. Uh, yeah, they do. They make a big deal of Sting, which is great, and, and Sting comes out looking amazing. He's he's got this yeah. sort of half crow, half surfer uh-huh. uh, face paint, which looks really cool. I wish he'd done that. Um, mm-hmm. for sort of like the remainder of his career, it looks great. Yeah, but they also did this thing where Sting had taken a couple of months. They, they said that Sting's taken a couple of months off to get in the best shape mm-hmm. of his life for. Because he really wants to win the title, he wants to beat Jeff Jarrett, and then for the first quarter of the match, Jarrett, who is ring ready, versus a ring rusty Sting, completely outfoxes Sting. Yeah, which is just clever.
2: Yeah, it made sense. Yeah, it's so surprising
1: when things make sense. (laughs) We're not used to it. I th- I really liked it, and Jarrett's full of confidence, sting's mm-hmm. looking rusty uh, you don't normally see the heel out fox the face yeah in the way that these two have been presented. you wouldn't yeah. expect to see that, you'd expect to see the other way about and Jarrett getting annoyed and and whatnot but yeah i loved i I really loved that aspect there
2: of- yeah, it was uh, like I was not when it got to this, I wasn't enthusiastic. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed to see another Jeff Jarrett and Sting match. Uh, We've seen in
1: it one, and one it was enough.
2: Life. Yeah, um, there is that. Like, a, there's something Jarrett on top in TNA to me always made more sense than Jarrett on top in WCW. I mean, I know he's. You know, basically the the biggest player behind the scenes. So I suppose it's no surprise they they reference how many title runs he's had and how much time on top he's actually had in the company. Sting coming in obviously as this marquee signing, this legend, this uh, one guy that hasn't gone to WWE. He's still at this point never been in WWE, um, and he's. I think Sting makes sense as a special attraction. You know, he's mm-hmm. he, he, he's in the title match here and we know how it's gonna finish, but I have absolutely no issue with the idea of him being off the T V and the shows for quite a while and then, you know, being in being in a, in a big match.
0: Um The Kurt Angle element, again, you know Do you remember we basically shat all over it
2: when we talked about Bret Hart coming into WCW and they had him as a referee in a match and we're like what a waste of a Bret Hart Uh they've got Kurt Angle here as an enforcer in a match when he's a relatively new signing, Mm -hmm. but we know what his story is. We've yep. had it on the show. We've we've already given you that. So I think it's fine. Yep. He he's here as an enforcer. Uh, he's gonna do a job. He's gonna end up, you know, involved to some extent. But there's not the frustration of oh god, what are they gonna do with him? Because we know.
1: Yes. And and they've addressed why Samojo will wouldn't be there yep. to attack him as well. Yeah. Um, So there's no sort of loose things for you to pull at As all these things are happening And it also gets angled over in a way Where it doesn't really affect the two guys in the ring Um, Mm -hmm. And the story that they use to do that Is that both guys have been going at each other uh, In the match, Jarrett and Sting Um, The referee's doing the count out Whilst both guys are down He gets to nine And he's about to uh, signal for a double Count out with neither man uh, getting to their knees by ten. Angle jumps in the ring, grabs the ref's arm before he can get to ten. Um, I think he angle slams the the, the referee, yeah. rips his top off, and says like, "Let's get it on, keep it going. We're we're not stopping the match." And like for the fans that are there, that's just amazing. Mm-hmm. He's stopping this match for coming to this rubbish conclusion. Yeah, um, I was again really well done. I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think from there. Um where do we go? Got Jarrett trying a pile driver, Sting countering into a tombstone for a two. Mm. Um Sting climbing to the top, Jarrett hits a low blow, angle has a word, gives him a shove. Mm. Uh Jarrett locking in the figure of four. Um, Sting turning it. Uh, Jarrett with the ankle lock <laughs> and he's, doing, he's like doing it at angle, he's like in his face about the fact he's put the ankle lock
1: on Angle looks disgusted uh, as well, I like that
2: He does uh, Sting rolling through, sending Jarrett to the floor um, Sting gets his baseball bat Angle stops him, grabs the end of it Quite like the fact Sting sh- uh, points it at Angle as he's shoving him mm. Um and then uh guitar shot by Jarrett on Sting, and I'm thinking, it's not going to be a DQ, is it? <laughs> Sting immediately no-sells it and hulks up, eh, does his version of hulking up, eh, gets the Scorpion death lock on, eh, and Jarrett submits, mm-hmm. and that's
0: it.
1: Uh, immediately, when when he no-sells a guitar shot, I had horrible flashbacks to that WCW match where he, he no-sells the guitar shot, then got hit again, and that was enough to put him down. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, they're going back to that. <laughs> Surely no. there's a. Uh, I was also, uh, it wouldn't have made sense to do it.
2: I had the brief fear of, his Angle going to do something? And they, they actually play on it, is Angle going to do something because he grabs the belt? Um but he does just hand it over to Sting. He's you know, that's because 'cause he's got other things to, to deal with, Angle.
1: Yeah. I, 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 like for what it was for a Jeff Jarrett title match, it was mm-hmm. it was good. Like, yep. like we appreciate the stories that were going on. They did a good job of um getting angle in there without him getting in the way, uh yep. so to speak. And uh, get Sting over huge. Sting's a new champion. Um, I, I did think at some point both these guys looked absolutely knackered um, mm. towards the end of the match. Yeah, uh, from what I've read and listened to, Jarrett Jarrett was doing a lot of working from home. His his wife was really unwell with breast cancer yeah. at this point, point. Um, and I think from this point going forward, he, he's off TV for a good portion of time now. After mm. this, I, I think he he, he was describing. When they signed Angle uh, on his podcast, they talked about feeling like a massive weight shifted off his shoulders and they could just like say, here, you take Mm -hmm. it now. I'm so tired from carrying all of this. Mm -hmm. I guess he was doing a lot on telly and behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Some interesting stuff going on behind the scenes as well as some really entertaining stuff on the pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, that was good. It was
1: a good show. It was, and I think I think I've enjoyed. I think I, I now, in retrospect, I enjoy it more now that we've just talked through it, um, yeah. and, and I've realised how how good it was. There was part of me was like, every match is a gimmick match. Like it doesn't need to <laughs> yeah. be like this, but I, I don't think it really grates on you that much. Yeah,
2: I mean, when I think about it, that matches I really enjoyed the, the 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 tag title Six Sides of Steel. It is a gimmick match, but. It was awesome, and the <laughs> X Division match was really good. Um, mm-hmm. and wasn't really, it wasn't really a gimmick match. No. It was just an X Division title match, but it was you know under the banner of X Division. But it was really good uh, as well. So you know those two very good matches, and uh, I would say well above what my expectation was. World title match. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm 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 happy with the
1: show. Yeah, that was really good. Um, and built on from. Last year, I think you said to me you, you you thought maybe you enjoyed last year's just that little bit better
2: just a little bit more, but not like not that I found this a tough watch or was disappointed in it. I think maybe the freshness that I felt watching the first one wasn't going to be repeated, Mm -hmm. um, but I I still enjoyed it and it does still feel pretty fresh. You know, I feel like we're not, (laughs) we have just watched Sting and uh, Jeff Jarrett, but I feel like we're not just watching the same stuff over and over again, which it started to feel a little bit like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's, um, shall we take a wee look at Genesis 2006? Yeah. we don't normally like to have a look at the uh at the the card, but since we're doing a couple of little side quests, let's just have a look. So we're back in the impact zone. Um just a, just a wee word about the um the commentary team again. I think I said this the last time, but I feel like they they just like they were there but not mm-hmm. overbearing. They were yeah. kinda yeah. perfect. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Some good looking matches. Oh, oh yeah. there's some good looking matches here. <laughs> um, so we've got a three on two handicap match to kick off. Johnny Devine, Kazarian, and Maverick Matt versus the Voodoo Kin Mafia. Okay. BG James and Kip James. So they've. were they are. have gone to the VKM <laughs> thing. What a weird. Like, <laughs> like, I get it that that's. Vince's initials, but why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure we can find, I, I never find, find, but... find the reason for that. Um, Jay Lethal and Sonjay Dutt versus the Naturals. Okay. You've got Jerry Lynn and Shane Douglas supporting both of these teams respectively. Okay. So a little ECW flavour there. Yeah. Um, X Division match between Christopher Daniels, who is the champion, and Chris Sabin. Okay. Yep. So in a short time between pay-per-views, Daniels they've maybe split up, and Daniels has went on to yeah win the X division title. Uh, oh, uh, Lance a tag team match: Lance Hoyt and Ron Killings versus the Paparazzi, which is Alex okay. Shelley and Austin Starr with Kevin Nash. Okay. Interesting. A singles match. I want to see your face when I'm saying this. AJ Styles versus Christian Cage.
0: Oh, oh yes. Oh.
1: <laughs> That's what I thought your face would be like. Um, world tag team match, uh, LAX versus America's Most Wanted. Yes. That's what we wanted. Gail Kim's yep. back. This could be the greatest pay-per-view we've ever watched, Adam. Um, world title match, Sting versus Abyss. Okay. Not massively. Maybe I'm yeah. And uh, the main event is a singles match between Kurt Angle and Samojo.
2: This sounds good. There's definitely a, a th- three matches that I'm very excited for on there. So
1: Yeah, yeah me too. Um, awesome. I, th- I have a feeling what they might have done was after the Jarrett Sting match and Sting's the new champion, I have a feeling that they might have done like run a tournament to determine... The number one contender. Okay. And I think, I don't know what I'm basing this off. I, I think that's what the Angle Joe match is, is to decide who is okay. the number one contender. I think I okay. might be talking absolute trash. but <laughs> um so, so we'll run this pay-per-view, and then I want to say we'll run the next one as well, because I think that that is Angle Joe as well. Okay. Um, and cool. then we'll jump back to Bound for Glory. That sounds good.
2: Yeah. Nice. It's it's a necessary pivot because we can't we can't just ignore what just happened.
1: Mm, no way. Uh, it's too good. And yeah. like we're getting added bonus, like the LAX America's Most Wanted yeah. thing um, yeah. was built really well. Ah, uh, nice. Christian Hj and Daniel Saban. Yeah. Decent. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Um. Movie wise, we. We have pivoted with the pivot So we're going to do 28 days later Which is 2000 and... No 28 weeks later was 2007 so what we're going to do is 20 days later for the next one 28 weeks later for the following one And then f- once we get back to Bound for Glory we'll go to a 2007 film Nice Nice
0: So
1: so it's all good
0: Yeah I'm, I'm excited
1: You look at it. I wish yeah. I'd like Print screened your face when it said <laughs> to A.J. versus Christian.
2: I've, I've got my January beard just now, so
1: yeah. Going yeah. about David Letterman again.
2: I just uh, it's January. I can't be bothered to do anything, so it just it's fair. Yeah, it just exists as it is. And
1: how are you feeling with your Texans having been dumped out of the playoffs? It, it
2: was. It was pretty. It felt like a bit of a lesson, but. I think if somebody had said that this is the season they would have, I mean, I, I, that was beyond what could have reasonably been expected from what was the second worst team in the league in the well, year before. Yeah. So, yeah, all the positives. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm quite looking forward now to the, the next games because I'm, I'm not really that
0: fast. What happens? Mm.
1: Do you think Stroud ends up with um, rookie of the year? Has to I would do have eh? thought so, yeah. He's, he's been brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. He was excellent against the Browns. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think it was just a. The Ravens have done this to so many teams. You know, they they intercepted uh, Purdy when they played the Niners. I think they intercepted them five times. You know, they're such a tough team to play against. So, no, I'm I'm happy and uh, build build from there.
1: And who's your Super Bowl tip?
2: I th- I think Ravens. I think I was speaking to somebody about this earlier. I think if the Forty ers or Lions are going to win, they probably need the Chiefs to beat the Ravens because I think the Chiefs are maybe the only team I could see doing it mm-hmm. now. Um, but the Chiefs—they were like not that good most of the season. Then the last two weeks in the playoff weeks, they've just really turned it on. So that's
1: what di- that's I'd, what I'd, dynasty teams do, isn't it? It's...
2: It is. Yeah, I'd 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 favour Ravens. I think they'd they'd be my tip. What about you?
1: Hey, I said a couple of weeks ago. I said I'd like to see Lions Chiefs. And um, mm-hmm. the ball stand by that it'd be lovely for Lions. Yeah, great matchup. See the Lions. I think I think you and I uh, uh, we we saw Lions Chiefs one year at Wembley, didn't we? Oh yeah, that one didn't go as well for the Lions, did it? No, nah. I think. Yeah. I, I would like to see that. Like, it'd be great to see Lions. Yeah. When? Yeah,
2: they've always been like the second team for me. Mm-hmm. And so it's always been the, the other team I've wanted to do well. So I'd be, I'd be very happy with that. I could see them beaten. The 49ers, Thank I don't
1: think they're unbeatable Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a heavy order if you see the 49ers and Chiefs or Ravens standing in the way mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough, it's tough. <laughs> We'll yeah. see, we'll see, excellent yeah. Oh, a wee, bit, a wee bit bonus NFL chat for yeah. you <laughs> uh, Okay, right, we'll be back in two weeks with TNA Genesis 2006, I am going to try really hard not to watch it too early because I must have watched <laughs> um, this one about what feels like about a month ago, but clearly it was now but it feels like it, so I need to try and keep it. I want I need to find the impacts to watch in between to get excited okay. about Okay.
2: Yeah. I, I might I don't usually do that, but I might actually. Mm. Yeah,
1: you're, you're you're taking with this TNA I can I can Yeah,
2: yeah it's good of me.
0: Brilliant they've, they've done well.
1: Brilliant. Okay. We'll see you in two weeks.
0: Cheers. You still there?
1: Yes, I'm still here. Lost okay, you for a second. I think, we, I think, just with the weather, it's having some issues. It's all right, I can cut it out. Yeah. Where were you?